to those of you listening to us on the Internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, and to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base our message on this third Sunday in Epiphany <laughs> is the second reading, the epistle from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I recall just these words. You heard it read before. For example, the body is one unit and yet has many parts. You are Christ's body, and each of you is an individual part of it. In the name of our dear Lord Jesus Christ, our only way to eternal life, my beloved. A metaphor is a figure of speech. One thing becomes representative of another to another thing which really they aren't related to at all. Examples. That assignment was a breeze. Her voice is music to his ear. St. Paul uses a metaphor this morning in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 comparing the church with human anatomy. All of us, you take a look at us physically, we all just have one body, but it's made up of many different parts. Arms, legs, head, eyeballs, big toes, little toes, systems, organs. All the body parts work together to make the one body function as a whole. St. Paul reminds us this morning that the church is one. But it's made up of many members, all different all interdependent upon one another in the church. As you heard it read before, for example, the body is one unit and yet has many parts. Now, whenever we talk about church, you know, we always have to uh, differentiate what we mean by church because there's church, capital C, which is the holy Christian church made up of any Christian, wherever they are in the world, on their way to heaven, Sometimes we call it the invisible church because you can't see where all those Christians are. And then there is the visible church, a congregation like beautiful Savior. You know, you became a member of the Holy Christian Church when you became a believer in the Lord Jesus. You became a member of beautiful Savior Lutheran Church when you put your name on the membership roster here. As a church congregation, St. Paul reminds us of our oneness, our blessed unity. By God's grace, we have been brought to faith and kept in the unity of faith. We all believe the same things. Did you ever think about that? All of us together believe in the triune God as the only true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We believe that the word of God altogether is inerrant and absolute truth. We all believe that God created the world in six days. 
We all believe that only through the death and resurrection of, the Jesus, of Jesus Christ, that's the only way to eternal life in heaven. As I mentioned before, it was 46 years ago, January 22nd, Roe versus Way was passed. We still all together <clears throat> believe in the sanctity of human life. And therefore, abortion stops a beating heart. People say they don't know when a human being becomes a human being. Scripture decides it for us at conception. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. We all believe together that Jesus Christ is truly present in the bread and wine as we take the Lord's Supper. His body and blood is there. And you know, it's only by the grace of God that we all believe the same things. That's a miracle of God. And that's what really makes us one, all believing the same things, our common faith. No matter what our racial, our financial, our cultural background, we're all one in Jesus Christ. That's what God wants from his body, the church. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father who is over all and through all and in you all. But when you take a look at a Christian congregation, there's not only unity of oneness, there's also diversity. The human body is one, but it's made up of many parts. Beautiful Savior, Lutheran Church, 3205 North 85th Street, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, is one congregation, but a whole bunch of different members, all different in their abilities. Now you found a handout in your bulletin this morning. It's a listing of spiritual gifts. You can take it home and read it. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I do want you to know that every one of you has at least one of these spiritual gifts. You probably don't even know which one it is. Some of you have more than one. Some of you have quite a few. Spiritual gifts are a special ability that God has given to you which when you, uh, when you become a Christian, you use that ability to serve your Lord and your fellow Christians. That's what spiritual gifts are. Each of us has at least one, and all of us are different. Now, some members in the church to which St. Paul was writing this letter, and by the way, he had been the mission pastor there to form that congregation, some members of that church looked around at the other members and they said to themselves, wow, those people over there have so many spiritual gifts. I hardly have any at all. They're a whole lot better than I am. St. Paul says, do away, do away with that way of thinking. Look at the human body. One part doesn't say, I'm not a hand, so I don't belong. I'm not an eye, so I don't belong. What if every part of the body was exactly the same thing? What if the whole body was one big eyeball? How would you hear? How would you walk? How would you write? How would you smell? Whoever you are, whatever your spiritual gifts are that you have, you are a special person, one of a kind, 
God determined exactly who you would be way back in eternity. Important, a member important to the body of Christ. And he's using you in a way to serve him and your fellow Christians in a way that nobody else can. Then there were some members of the congregation who thought that they were superior to others. I have more gifts than those members. I'm better than they are. It was sort of like uh, the human body parts, and I says uh, to the hand, I don't need you. Some parts of the body seem weaker and less honorable, and yet they are really indispensable. Now, I don't remember the last time that we came to church and everybody took off their shoes and said, look at my little toe on my left foot. You know, you don't usually think of your little toe unless you stub it really hard in the darkness of night when you're trying to go to the bathroom. And then you don't say to yourself, oh, little toe, take care of yourself. The whole body hurts. Ask any Packer player who ever got turf toe. I mean, it it renders a 250-pound lineman on the disabled list. Every member of the body of Christ is so important for full service to God. St. Paul goes on to talk about some other parts of the body. He calls them less honorable. Parts of the body which are not presentable in public. And so we cover them up and treat them specially unlike other parts. We treat our body certain parts with modesty. They are not seen by others. We treat those body parts in very special ways. Did you ever think about it? Some of our church members are out of sight and many times out of mind. We almost forget about them. Like some of the shut-ins that I visit. Like one lady, a long time, I think she's a lifelong member of Beautiful Savior, now is so old that many times I visit her, if she can't be up in her wheelchair, she has to be lying flat on her back. And I talk to her, and we usually say Psalm 23, and she can still say it by heart, and the Lord's Prayer, and then we have a short devotion. And the whole time, virtually, she's saying, Oh, Pastor Robbie, I couldn't get to church this Sunday. Thank you so much for coming and visiting me. It means more to me than you'll ever know. That's a member who most of our members never see. And she yet is so important to the, as a member of the body of Christ. How? Because you are a legacy of her. Because way back in her youth, she brought her offerings here and she used her abilities to serve the Lord. And because of members like her, beautiful Savior is still here. And also she provides me, she doesn't even know it, with an opportunity for my faith to grow. Because I I take a look at her and I listen to the confession on her lips and I say, this is a miraculous thing for God to keep her in faith and her Savior for all these years, right on into eternity. Some members might seem weaker than others, less honorable, not presentable, but all are indispensable to the body of Christ. God's church, just like the human anatomy, one body, 
Many members, many parts. God's church. One body, together in a unity of faith. A church with individual members so different from one another, and yet each indispensable for God's church, and so interdependent upon one another. So many times during the week, I say to myself, if we didn't have that person in that particular position, what would we do here? And as your pastor, many times I'm thinking about you. Thank God for our oneness of faith. And may he always preserve it. And thank God for the various different gifts that he has given you, all so different, to fill out the body of Christ. We pray to God that, we can, that he continues to help us recognize how much we need each other to recognize the importance of each of our fellow members and to continue to be a blessing to our fellow members. As your pastor, I thank God for all of you. The body of Christ, your family, my family, our family in Christ. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please stand. The peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds through faith in Christ Jesus, amen. Apparently, we did not put the Apostles' Creed in the bulletin. If you open your hymnal to the back flap, you don't have it memorized. The Apostles' Creed is on the open back flap of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We take this time together, our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards.